And failure is not an indication of who you are, but failure can help you to show you what you can be. And so we don't, if we don't understand that concept and if we don't understand the fact that, you know, failure is a part of life and we are going to fail at a ton of other things. I mean, we hear stories of all these inventors that tried some a thousand times, you know, but they did not give up. They failed many, many times, but, you know, their story today that we tell is not of them failing, but only of them succeeding. Welcome everyone to the Let Me Tell You podcast. Oh my goodness. Happy 2021. Welcome back. We took a young break. You know, it was just a short one, but Mm. we are back. We're back and we are there. Indeed, indeed. We hope everyone's doing well. We hope you've listened um, to our intro episode Mm -hmm. that we released. But um, we're sort of gonna like just hit the ground running and just start um, recording and like just start getting into different conversations, um, heading into this 2021, especially with 2020, like everything that 2020 was last year. Just sure. talking about like different topics. And today we're going to start off. <clears throat> With something that I don't think is spoken about a lot, especially in like amongst people our age and within school and just in life in general, but we're gonna talk about the F word. <laughs> not that F word, no, know, not but that the other one. one. <laughs> not that one. We're talking about the F word failure. Um, the reason why we're talking about it as the F word is because typically it's quite it's a topic just everything that surrounds the word failure is typically Mm. like quite negative um it's something that's not spoken about a lot so it's almost treated as if it's a swear word that's why we called it the f word but today we're just gonna break down our experiences with failure our the way we deal with it and sort of the everything just debunking things about failure that we've learned Mm. in our lives but um and also the importance of failure we're going to discuss that today Mm. so flurry yeah do you want to start us off how when you hear the word failure what comes to mind what comes to mind um i don't know if like a particular mm, i mean when i think of failure i think of like not like achieving a goal i think that's what it is for most people or um not living up to a certain expectation i would say that's what comes to my mind when i think about failure but um like just in thinking about this topic that we're speaking about um i was just thinking about you know what i think why i think failure is harder for a lot of people um, to swallow because failure is quite a hard pill for you know most of us to swallow and um, I think oftentimes our difficulty to in dealing with failure comes from um, one of I think three things 
I think tying our identity to whatever it is that we um, have failed. Um, number two, living up to other people's expectations of us. And then I'd say thirdly, um, what is the third one? Oh, comparison. I think those are three things that I think in whatsoever sort of like situation or context we put it in, those are the three things that I think, you know, lead us to really find it very difficult to like deal with failure. I think that was a very good answer, honestly, because I think the way you started it, especially describing what failure is, I think that's quite a general feeling. Um, mm. Like if you had to ask a random person what they thought of failure, I think that would be like the answer you gave would be similar. But I think what you mentioned in terms of a tie, us tying our identity to it is so accurate because most of the time, we're most people I know anyway, we're not mm. really taught how to deal with failure and ha- taught how to look at failure. First of all, yeah. failure is painted as a thing that's, you know, we don't talk about it. We don't discuss it, but just know that that's definitely not what you want. You know, you don't mm. want to be, you don't want to fail because then you will be classified as a failure. And, you know, mm. after failure, fa- failure we're also taught is irredeemable. It's, um, something that like when it happens to you like it's happened to you as in it's almost crippled you from moving forward from achieving anything um sure so true and i think obviously we know those are lies but at the same time you can know something is a lie but then not really believe it (laughs) Mm. um so i think it's important that like we get into this um especially now because i think if i look back on 2020 in the beginning, especially, oh my goodness, the amount of like people, I guess, or posts that would be about people like being super productive and achieving all these goals despite the mm. pandemic and this, 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 this. And of course, we've all seen those posts that are like, you know, I mean, surviving was the biggest achievement of 2020. I mean, yeah, true. We are here in 2021 is an achievement you know like we shouldn't Mm. think of ourselves as failures or we shouldn't think that we haven't done enough because we haven't started five businesses and lost Mm. kilograms and (laughs) you know so we've seen both right Mm. but i think um what i'd like us to um go into today is just in terms of how to deal with failure as a normal thing looking at Mm. that as a part of life a part of um yeah trying things and doing things like just a normal thing um Mm. i think when you make it something that like it's either on one extreme that like you know it's impossible to fail as long as you try and then there's the other extreme of if you fail your life is over you know just trying to find the balance between knowing like that trying and failing at something is a positive thing but then also Mm. learning from that failure you know yeah so as you mentioned not associating your identity with it right yeah yeah um so i'd like to ask you if if you could also delve into like that second point that you made like living up to others expectations of us and then when we don't reach those expectations that being deemed as failure and also Mm. like the yeah just the comparison thing as well um because i thought that was very important i think um 
I, you know what? There's a lot of shame that comes from failing, failing at absolutely anything. Mm. For a lot of people from the time that you're born, you're almost groomed to be this bright shining star that always excels and exceeds at everything. You know, mm. everyone, not everyone, but, you know, a lot of parents want their children to be seen in this sort of like light and they want to be able to compare them to other kids and be like, well, my child's doing whatever it is. And so um, society, both society and oftentimes family can bring a lot of shame when, you know, you fail. But then also failure looks very different to a lot of people. For some people, you know, um, maybe you having a child out of wedlock is failure. And there's a lot of shame that, you know, society and family or relatives put on a certain individual. But um, I find that when we live our lives trying to live up to other people's expectations of us, expectations that, you know, we don't necessarily have to live up to and expectations that, you know, don't define us, then, you know, there's almost a lot more... um, a lot more pressure to, you know, obviously achieve. There's a lot more pressure not to fail. There's a lot more pressure to look and act and be a certain way. And so for many people, I think that they find it very hard to deal with failure because those spaces that have created these expectations don't have space for them to fail. They don't have support. They don't, um, you know, they don't allow mistakes. And so I think when we live our lives trying to live up to these unrealistic expectations from other people that don't even define us, you know, all these expectations that don't define us, then it becomes very hard for us to deal with failure because those same spaces don't offer support. Those same spaces don't offer um, a shoulder to cry on. You know, they just offer some sort of like excellence. Um, But I think that also just links to like your identity and also what you deem as you know, success, because then, you know, there must be, there's two sides to every coin. So where there's failure, the, the other options, obviously success. Um, but I think that your idea of success will fall in line with your idea of what your worth is. But if you tie your worth and identity on how successful you are, completely basing everything you are on how successful you want to be, then you're going to struggle with failure. And failure is not an indication of who you are, but failure can help you to show you what you can be. And so we don't, if we don't understand that concept and if we don't understand the fact that, you know, failure is a part of life and we are going to fail at a ton of other things. I mean, we hear stories of all these inventors that tried some a thousand times, you know, but they did not give up. They failed many, many times, but, you know, their story today that we tell is not of them failing, but only of them succeeding exactly yeah so which which can be a bit problematic for for people that feel oh if i have this idea and i tried one time it has to work like wow it has to work it's got to be easy it's got to work but you know failure is definitely a part of life it's definitely a part of you know every journey if you have an idea if you have something you want to start failure is going to come if you're in university failure is a part of university I know some kids probably don't fail in university and big ups to you, you know, (laughs) big ups to you who've never failed a single thing, but some of us normal kids, you know, failure is definitely a part of life. And 
I, I think it's important for us not to tie whatever it is, whatever our goals are, whatever ambitions we have to our identity, because immediately we allow those things to define us, then failure becomes a lot more harder for us because we think, oh, um, I wanted to like achieve, I don't know, I wanted to, I don't know, graduate in four years and I'm graduating in six, I'm such a failure. Um, but that's only because you've so strongly identified that goal or that achievement, you know, because everyone else is doing it probably to your identity. And so it's now hard for you to take, you know, to swallow that pill of failure. But then again, failure does not define us. Exactly. Oh, so she dropped all the gems there, really. Um, honestly, like the, everything that you said just... It's honestly so spot on. I think, mm. especially when you mentioned the fact that, like, because it's so tied to your identity, it's mm. so difficult for people to look at failure as like an ob- from an objective point of view because a lot of the time it's tied to like emotional things. So it's like tied yeah. to self worth. It's tied to how well you're like how well you're going to do in life. It's almost as if mm. you fail now. And that's just going to show you the trajectory of your life. Yeah, then um, it's over. <laughs> and it's just so, it's so false, but it becomes true because people internalize it. And then that's mm. what they end up doing. You know, that's how they end up living their lives as if they're a failure because of the one mm. thing that they failed at. And so now you've believed it. So now you're obviously going to carry yourself as a failure. Do you understand? Mm. But mm. I think something about failure that needs to be I think more adopted is the fact that it's not an emotional thing like we need to be more we need to be able to look at our mistakes from a more clear point of view like without thinking about how it ties to our self-worth or what other people are going to think oh yeah 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 that thing it's so hard to let go of like other people's expectations of you. Some find some people find it easier than others, but I sit on yeah. the side where I definitely have always been that kind of person that really loves like praise, really loves um uh what's the word? Really loves um oh, a dictionary girl. Oh, listen, English. <laughs> oh. oh um really loves acceptance, those kind of, mm. those kinds of things. So I yeah. feel like trying to remove myself from anything that I failed at has been extremely difficult to the point mm. where I'm, I've in the past, the way I've dealt with it is just to ignore it as, mm. as if to act like it's not happening. So, and also one thing I've also noticed about failure is that like, if you don't talk about it, how are you going to get sure. through it? Do you understand? It's sure. like, it's one of those things where it's like, if I refuse to acknowledge it, how on mm. earth am I going to get through it? Do you understand? That's very true. That's very true. But I think, you know, what you're saying is so important. But I think it's also just so important that we actually also have those spaces where we are allowed to fail. You know, just spaces where we are allowed to talk about it, you know? I do, I do hear what you mean. But like, mm. I think also a lot of the time we... I think people create expectations, right? Without mm. realizing it. So it's almost like people are scared to fail because they think that there's no like safety net when you fail. 
but mm. I think a lot of us are actually more blessed than we realize um, mm. and not realizing that actually we have a safety net, like we do have a support system. So even though the people who may have set those expectations have put them there for you, it's important to also look around you and realize that there are people who will really ride for you, whether mm, you failed mm. or not, do you understand? Or yeah. people who are always there to support you and actually be there with you in the failure, in the success as well, do you understand? Yeah, I yeah. think for me, like with my own experiences with failure, I think the first time I ever experienced failure, like to a point where I couldn't even ignore it was probably the first year of university. Oh, <laughs> Can I tell you, like, you know, when you do so, like, it was actually so scary. Like I had done so badly. Mm. I could not, I just had to laugh. <laughs> that's all, that's all I could do, mate. It was <sighs> scary. But I think in my head, I had built it up to the point where I was like, I cannot express that I'm struggling or that I'm failing or that because then the expectation everyone has of me will be wrong. Mm. Then I'll have to admit that it's not easy for me. And I think Mm. also that's the problem. The culture around failure is such a lie. No one Mm. ever admits when they're failing. Mm. No one ever admits it or they admit it in a way that they're like, you know, I failed at this, but you know, like I've learned from it and I'm on different levels now. I'm doing better now. Yeah, that was only back then. About (laughs) how difficult it is to actually fail and then get up and Mm. start again. Like, you know how you mentioned a lot of the great people who have invented things and revolutionized things, the amount of times that they had to fail sit with mm. your failure, deal mm. with it and get up and start again. Do you know how hard that is just to do that once? Can you sure. imagine doing that like 300, 400 times? It is crazy. The kind of mm. resilience people have, um, yeah. to failure. But I feel like that's something that I hope that more people try to adopt into their, you know, into their lives, like try to become those kind of people where, you realize that failure does not mean the end. Mm. And also failure is just not that deep. Like sometimes people are so scared to fail that they'd rather just not decide on anything. Like they'd rather mm. put themselves out there because yeah. of the fact that and not take risks. Exactly, yeah. And not take risks because of the chance, not even the, like just the chance of failing scares mm-hmm. me so much into not deciding just into sitting into complacency and i say they including myself because ooh, <laughs> it's very difficult but yeah i think it's always it's always braver just to decide do you understand it's always braver yeah try it do you understand of mm. course it would be silly to say that you shouldn't try things but then at the same time try things and not be realistic about your situation you know, mm. like it's good to take a gamble, but then not when you're gambling, like with other people's lives and livelihoods and also with your mm. own, you know? Um, but at the same time, it's important to surround yourself with people who actually have faith in you, but also, um, build for yourself as like a system or support in which if you fail, it won't be the end. Do you understand? Mm. Um, mm. so just being like, um, realistic, 
but then at the same time being realistic about the failure you know a lot of the time you almost feel like the end of the world when you have failed but when you actually sit down with yourself you're like oh it actually wasn't that deep you know like Mm. i didn't die i've woken up (laughs) today i'm still the same person i'm not any less of a human being because i didn't succeed at this thing that everyone else seems to be succeeding at succeeding at yeah um Mm. But I think what you mentioned in terms of how failure looks very different for different people is so important because it's like the example that comes to my head is like school. You know how um, there'll be some people who just, I said, have like have such high standards for themselves. So when they do, um, when they don't meet those standards, it's very difficult for them to deal with. Where mm. people, when they see that, like that failure to that other person, it's like, how are you actually complaining? Dude, I would have been happy if you got that. If I got that mark, exactly. Yeah, I feel you. But you don't understand how that person internalizes that mark. They see that mark as, uh, like a measure of their worth. You know, mm. like a measure of how much they've put in and how much, like the trajectory of their lives. Genuinely, mm. so I think I'd also last ask you, like, for you, what have been some of the ways and like some of the experiences that you've had in terms of how to deal with failure mm. and um just sort of like some of the wake-up calls you've had in terms of you know it's just not that deep <laughs> yeah <laughs> I think you know just listening to you speak one word that comes to my mind is like intentionality and so when I look back on I think also just for me first year whew, first year was worse for a you know like those first tests um I think that was like my first like my first um the the first time I experienced you know that failure where it's just quite zip but I also laughed because like I was like what can I do (laughs) um but with failure when it comes to failure and the way I I had to deal with it was being intentional about approaching it and not ignoring the fact that it happened so like okay I failed it and then I had to have a talk with myself and be like, okay, Flo, like what happened, you know, what happened for you to get to this point, you know, that you failed. And, you know, uh, then I have a conversation with myself and, you know, where I can fix things, I fix it. And the things that I don't have a hold on, the things that I cannot fix, I give that to God. And I'm like, bro, like, yeah, I think that I can fix, I got it, everything else, you know, you've got it. And so, um, I don't think failure for me has been like too intense where I felt like I was necessarily like in a pit. I think the worst part was still, you know, towards the end of first year where things were just like, things didn't go the way I had planned. Mm -hmm. And so I had to have so many conversations with myself. But one thing that would often, that was often like spoken to me was the fact that my marks did not identify, like they don't, define me Mm. and so and it's not it's not as bad as I thought it was because I was trying to um be at the pace that everyone was at and I was trying to you know you know achieve these goals that the girl had set for herself and so I think also just like listening to other people's stories people that have gone through the same thing I went through is always so so uplifting to see that 
you know because sometimes you know when we fail we think at the end of the road things are terrible things are bad how am I ever going to be able to you know get back from this but you know when I see people that have gone through the same thing I've gone through or even worse I'm able to like tell myself that flourish it's it's not that deep like things are gonna get better and things did get better from there and so um don't ignore the failure I would say definitely don't ignore it like it didn't happen if you need to cry cry if you need to shout shout you know whatever it is that you need to do do it like but be very intentional about how you approach it be very intentional about dealing with the failure dealing with maybe there's something in yourself or the people you surround yourself with like be very intentional about everything and so I think that's for me you know that's what worked the most um and then a moment that I felt like was not so deep oh I remember this time grade I think it was grade 10 oh child (laughs) all of these things are just like marks related so far but grade 10 I'd failed I was okay I was doing like um AP math (laughs) no 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 we're not we're not trying to (laughs) so we did and I think for one okay so the one term I got 30 percent right (laughs) and my mom was yo my mom was she wasn't like angry but she was so like she took it like so deep I I looked at it and I was like oh it's a bad mark like it's so bad because I've never seen that mark that was the first that was probably the lowest mark I had in my life at that point and I looked at it and I was just like, firstly, it doesn't count for anything. <laughs> and then second of all, I was like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to do better next next semester. And it's not that deep. But then she, whew, she was just oh, like, what happened? Maybe you take on too much. Like she was oh, like it was a lot. And I was so confused, you know. But the things that she had, she always expects from me a certain standard. So it was very shocking for her not to, for me not to live up to that standard at that point. And for me in that moment, like it wasn't so deep for me because I hadn't, I didn't, I don't know, I didn't think it was too deep. I was like, I'm going to do better anyway. It's fine. Um, But I think that was probably one of the eye-opening moments in my life where I didn't want to live up to whatever other people's expectations were. Because people will always expect a certain standard from you. And it's important that we do our best, do the best that we can. The best we can do is not going to look like what the best is for someone else or what the best is for like what our parents expect. Mm. But as long as we do what we can, we work hard, things are fine, you know, and be proud. I think another thing is also just to be proud of the little achievements. Yeah. We are so... We always, I think we often get so caught up in, you know, what the end goal is that we don't live in the moment yeah. and we don't appreciate the little achievements, you know, the little things that we're able to achieve, the little milestones and yeah, like all the little things that, you know, people don't see the hard work that you pull in the background and the late nights or maybe you got 1% higher than you did last semester or something like that. Like it's always so, so important to celebrate everything, like celebrate yourself, celebrate all the little things, you know, that people aren't going to see all the little things that people won't celebrate. Cause you know, when, when no one is there to support you, you must support yourself. Indeed. You must tell yourself, I'm the girl or I am that guy. I am doing the things 
you know, I'm successful. I did the thing. Sorry, who it is, you know, Period. we really have to like amp ourselves up. And so, um, yeah, it just comes from also just the fact that don't, don't ever like identify yourself with a certain thing. Don't identify yourself with what job you can get. Um, don't identify yourself with what anyone else is doing. Um, I read a one wonderful quote that was saying um, comparison is the end of happiness and the beginning of discontent. Mm. And I think genuinely believe that when we compare ourselves to other people, you know, comparison only does one or two things. It either makes you feel inferior or superior. And neither of those things like are good. Neither of those things glorify God. Neither of those things make you feel better about yourself. And so when we begin to compare ourselves to what everyone else is doing and where everyone is at the stage of their life. I mean, I've seen on social media, people are saying, um, you know, they see all these youth, you know, 23, I just bought three Teslas, bought myself a mansion. I'm in 10K a month in dollars, period. You know, all of these things. It's very easy for people to fall into the trap of thinking, oh, why am I not there yet? I need to work harder. I need to hustle. I need to get that bag, you know? And it's like, hold on, hold on. Maybe your bag is coming, you know, in three years time. And that's totally fine, you know? Um, But we shouldn't allow ourselves, we shouldn't compare ourselves whether it's from a place of inferiority or a place of superiority to anyone else. You're doing fine just where you are. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy where you are and where you're going. Because, you know, ugh, we don't want to look back. We don't want to hit 30 or hit 25 and look back and be like, okay, I've achieved this, but I didn't enjoy the last five years of my life because I was just chasing after this dream that I felt I needed to have so that I could prove to everyone else that I could, was able to do it. Um, yeah. So yeah. Don't identify yourself with those things. Be very intentional. Be very, very, very intentional um, about self-care. I know self-care we can think is face masks, taking a bath <laughs> every now and then. Um, but yeah, self-care is also just taking care of your mind, taking care of your spirit, taking care of your space, taking care of like the people that you even allow in your space. Mm. Don't have, oh, sorry, I'm going on and on. But like, it's so important that we have people in our spaces that speak, I guess, life. Let me just say that, yeah. speak life. Um, we all know that quote that says show me your friends and i'll show you who you are and that's so true if you have people around you that are constantly like pessimistic before you know it you're gonna end up being pessimistic too and so it's important for us to have people around us that also motivate us you know if i have to tell louisa that um oh louisa you know what by the time i hit 30 i'm gonna have a business Louisa must remind me every single year, ma'am, I hope you're working on this thing that you said you're going to hit when you're 30. You should have people that are going to speak life into you and be like, I believe and I trust that you're able to do all these things that you say you're going to do. And so, yeah, the people we surround ourselves with are very important, not just family, because we don't get to choose family, obviously, (laughs) but we get to choose our friends. And so, yeah, that support group is super, super, super important. (sighs) everything 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 honestly i feel like especially what you just mentioned now surrounding yourself and not just like not only with people but genuinely just with life like Mm. the things that are going to positively contribute to your life 
not just you know because i mean it is important to have that self-belief but i mean none of us are perfect yeah <laughs> so true. it's important that you have those little reminders to help you remember where you, like what you believe in yourself you get what i'm saying because mm, i mean everyone mm. in the world can tell you you're beautiful but if you don't believe it then you'll never true. i mean do you get what i'm saying then people mm, are just wasting mm. their breath but it's important that if you have goals or if you have intentions you actually have to have people who believe in you <laughs> who are actually yeah. in you around you because it's going to be very difficult you know it's going to mm. be an uphill battle but mm. oh genuinely i feel like with failure sometimes it's also easy to get yourself wrapped up in that whole okay if i achieve this thing now then i have proven to myself and proven to everyone that mm. i am who i say i am you know mm. um, so if i say i'm a hard worker if i say that i um that i value education that i value um people that kind in anything if i mm. say that to people but if i fail at the specific thing then i'm a liar or sure I, do you get what i'm saying and that's completely wrong as you mentioned before the things that you can't control or the things you can't get a hold of let it go mm. let it go all you said lara kill for the people in the bag go there's nothing you can do you're literally holding on to the thing it's like you're it's like trying to will your your plane to land but obviously you can't will the plane to land the plane will land when the pilot wants it to land do you understand mm, there's no mm. point in stressing yourself over things you cannot control so all mm. you do is you focus your energy on the things you can control so you put mm. Um, you put your energy into, let's say it's, uh, I mean, to be fair, we're in the stage of our lives where we're still, academics is still like our main priority. So yeah. if doing your best, it means studying long hours. If your best means getting tutors, if your best means like, just do your best. That's all you, yeah. that's all you can do. And that's all anyone can ask of you. Do you understand? Mm. After mm. that, it's not up to you. And mm. it doesn't define mm. you. That's also the other thing. The failure. Can you imagine if all of us, if every time we approach someone or spoke to someone, they spoke to us, um, bearing in mind our biggest failure. So every time you spoke yeah. to someone, you they you knew that the only thing that they were thinking of was your biggest failure or the worst mm. mistake you've ever made. I don't think anyone would be able to live their lives at all. So why do we do it to ourselves? Literally, like, hmm. you fail, and then you'll walk around as if you, that thing that you did or that thing that you failed at is all that there is to you, as if you're not a whole, like, a whole person <laughs> besides the thing. So if you, wouldn't, if you wouldn't want other people to do that to you, why do we do it to ourselves? Sure. It's so easy for us to, like, for ourselves to, like, um talk down to ourselves or um be harsh on ourselves i know for some of us it's a bit harder than for other people maybe but mm. i think it's important to when you catch yourself doing that that's the important thing to catch yourself and mm. then from there decide that that's not what you want for your life you know so yeah and sometimes sometimes it's important to also like that also comes with looking at the fa failure clearly sometimes the failure is a blessing 
Hmm. Not going to lie. You're speaking to you. a word, sis. If, you are speaking a word. Honestly, if you pour your whole everything, your whole efforts, everything into this thing, hmm. and it hmm. doesn't work, you also have to sit down with yourself and be like, okay. So, either I continue, right? Maybe I take mm. a different approach, or I decide to expand my options. Mm. Sometimes that might be the biggest, the best, the best decision you might have made for yourself because now you're putting yourself in a position to actually try something that you might be better at, a yeah, or something that you might enjoy more, or something that is that actually fits in with your life as it's going. Do you understand? Mm. Like, mm. not forcing yourself into um, maybe a life you envision for yourself, but the life that isn't meant for you. You understand? Sometimes, mm. like, all the, like, you'll decide to do something, and God will be waving all the red flags, being like, bro, go the opposite way. This is not the one. <laughs> go that way. And you're like, no, but I promise you, like, and you'll be telling everyone, I swear, I promise you, like, this is what God has told me, and I'm going to continue in this way. And God is like, sis, I'm telling you, this is not the one. <laughs> and then you go through it, and then you end up feeling, and then you're like, God, how could you allow this to happen to me? So because I really did everything that I was supposed to do. I, 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 I put in the work. I prayed. I wasn't evil. I didn't do anything. And then so... I was just sitting there like, but mate, isn't it? I told you it's not for you. So why are you trying to force yourself into something that's not for you? Sometimes mm. it might even be for you, but just not now. Mm. You see? So I think yeah. you need to be more, um, just more willing to accept to accept failure, first of all, and like not ignore it, as you said, but also willing to not follow the path that we've originally envisioned for ourselves. So basically be willing to be more flexible, you know? Mm. Mm. Um, but yeah, hey. <laughs> so speaking of words, yeah. speaking of words, it's like, and you know, it's for you guys, like we're not even coming, we're, we're both coming from a sp- like a place of we failed a lot like you see just a lot a oh, lot a lot a lot um <laughs> and we are i don't know about you but i'm definitely at a space where like failure doesn't hurt me as much anymore yeah just because of all of these you know things that we've these steps that we're talking about and these things and these things of confronting it and having all these spaces yeah oh it's so important guys it's so important so we failed a lot Indeed. I mean, even on, Indeed. so in life in general, you know, just like Louise was saying, I mean, people don't wear like their failures on their forehead. Like people aren't going to come to you and be like, well, let me tell you about how many times I failed. People constant, constantly want to tell you all the good things that are happening in their life. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I think, especially as youth, it's important for us not to look at social media Ooh. and see all these people that are doing so well. Cause people only post when things are good. People are only going to post when things are great in their marriage or when mm-hmm. um, they've got money or when they're traveling and stuff, they're not going to post the fights. They're, they're not going to post, you know, um, the stuff that they failed in their business. They're not going to post all of those things. And those are just things for yourself that, you know, you just have to know and remind yourself that, you know, yeah, failure is a part of life. Honestly, um, sis, yeah. I don't think there's a better note to end on because genuinely, I think, 
we both just gave gems today, really. Gems, we... <laughs> we ought to go write a book. Honestly, you know, let's just have a book. We fully should have a wow. book. At our young... Yo, we're not even... Oh, shame. You're actually 21, Shame. I was going to say, I, I'm not even 21, but we are... We are you know what? I forgot you're a child. This girl said Ooh. I'm a whole child. Like, what is it? Like, four or five months between us, this girl said I'm a whole child. Same anyway. thing. Anyways... I hope that you guys have gained a lot from this episode because I know I have just even speaking about it. Um, mm. I also hope that you feel encouraged to engage with us, um, talk to us and people around you about your experiences with failure. And also, um, we hope that this conversation has inspired you to start thinking about changing the way you think about failure and the way you approach it. Um and so we'd love to continue the conversation. You guys should check out the blog. You should check out the Insta page. And you should just continue to engage with us because I think we could gain gems from everyone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we shall catch you guys next week. <laughs>